110% all day, everything. Let's go. Welcome to the show. This is 110% Podcast, and I am your host, Joshua Bird. This is a very, very special episode in which my dear brother, Andrew Genovese, joins me for a discussion mostly about the Great Awakening that is occurring on December 21st, 2020. We also mixed in talks about ascension and the lifting of consciousness in all things all the astrological occurrences that are happening in this crazy month of December 2020. We mixed in his story about his three-month experience studying with a guru deep in the in the jungles of India. We talked about how he healed physical ailments simply with breathwork and his journey to become a breathwork instructor. We talked about chakras, the power of pa- prayer, co-creation of a new earth, speaking your truth, and at the very end, we topped it off with what you can do to prepare your body for the coming great awakening uh i i think you're gonna really enjoy this episode it, it was we, we covered a lot we went really deep this was a little bit woo woo man it was probably the most woo woo podcast that you've seen me do so far but as i've been saying lately the more woo woo i get the more woo woo i get so here you are here's some crazy uh spiritual things that i really think you guys are gonna enjoy uh, make sure that at the end you you head over to apple podcasts uh leave a real uh, honest review leave a comment let me know what you think uh hit us up on instagram i am my my handle is at I am Joshua Bird. And, and if there's nothing else that you do to thank me for all of this free and wonderful content, I would be eternally grateful. Andrew Genovese is a dimensional breathwork teacher, healer, and nutritionist who specializes in helping people move towards wholeness. On his journey to heal his own traumas, he found breathwork and his purpose to bring balance and healing to the global community through various practices from around the world. He has journeyed over to 40 countries, learning various philosophies and healing methodologies along the way. Andrew is a wealth of knowledge of healing modalities, spiritual teachings, the human mind, and our current earthly affairs scientifically, spiritually, and metaphysically. He is always adding to his mastery, skills, and certifications. Most recently, he spent three months living in a tribal village in the mountains of South India with his guru, uh, Vunad Kumar, studying breath, Patalini Yoga and Reiki, he as well as ancient yoga yoga practices and philosophy from thousands of years of knowledge passed down in his guru's lineage of Shivanadada, whatever and however the fuck you say that. And so, without further ado, I give you Andrew Genevieve. What's up, Andrew? How are you today, man? Uh, Very good. I'm super excited to meet you, man. It's wonderful. Yeah, pleasure. Hey, pleasure. thank you for being here. I appreciate you reaching out and uh, just putting that out there. I was like, I actually took a screenshot of the, the comment that you had, and I was like, I sent it to my best friend, and I was like, I love when the universe just drops beautiful people in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to find them well. Uh, I think we both know that nothing's coincidence, so I was just like, kind of like, look at this. Whoop. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, I actually was just like listening to the most amazing podcast I think I've ever heard. And it kind of goes along with what you wanted to talk about today of the energies to come. And uh, it was uh, Aubrey Marcus with um, Zach Bush. Do you know? Yeah, I mean, Zach Bush is awesome. Yeah, dude, he's yeah, dude. He like he just spit some of the most most beautiful truths I've ever heard of like all time. And at the very end of the podcast, he was like, uh here i'm in 2021 i'm coming out with this 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 and this and this basically all of the answers to humanity's problems and and we can solve it all it's all good to go <laughs> it's amazing. yeah beautiful I, I i mean zach bush is he's um 
He's one of a kind because for someone to be that deeply embedded in the system, particularly the medical system, which is so broken, yes. and to be just that open-minded to the esoteric world, I mean, he's really unique. And what he's bringing to this earth in terms of consciousness, especially to his field, is just like awesome. Yeah, he's like, I want to rewrite it all. <laughs> and uh, he, he said, I like the, the saying he said, he was, uh, I want to take back science take back science to give it to the people oh anyone anyone who's a who's a scientist or <laughs> is is about is uh, shortly going to have their entire world collapsed of pretty much every single thing they've they've ever learned known and, and and identified with yes yes and do you believe do you believe that this is this is actually happening this month do you think it's all culminating to this point i mean we are in the we are in the peak we are we are on the roller coaster about five clinks away from getting to the top. I so, feel it. I feel and, it uh, and you can feel that energetically as well as, um, you know, all the, all the, any astrologer that really knows, understands the stars will be like, oh yeah, it's all lining up for us to really just peak yes. in December, January. And then um, it's going to be a, you know, flooding of a lot over the next 20, 21, 22 and 23 right yeah um so for those people who are listening who don't know what we're talking about we the what december 21st is what is called the great awakening um and i want to get your explanation of this and what's leading up to this um but just before we do like it, it's really beautiful from my perspective because um completely independent of all of these things and and even knowing what was going on at all like just from the universe itself spoke to me and like i came up with this thing of being a part of the global shift in consciousness towards oneness and love and I, I was just like speaking about this and i didn't have a timeline or anything i was just like okay guys like it's time like follow me like let's go like it's time to like wake up and be a part of this and then you put the words to it and the the science and the astrology behind it and you were the first person that i heard talk about this and then as soon as i heard you talk about this i i saw it come up from a bunch of other people and i was like wow this is this is crazy this is real this must be a thing like it's it's such a beautiful like crazy thing that it, it came to me just independently of all these things and then you guys put these these actual definitions to it and it's it's been a, a wild journey <laughs> i mean what's really really profound is when people start to realize that they are a part yes of the microcosm macrocosm as within so without yes as above so below and when we've experienced these massive events that have occurred on planet Earth, such as 9-11, there has always been some type of huge galactic alignment, planetary alignment happening in the cosmos. Was there and something then? I don't know what exactly. I mean, astrology isn't my, isn't my specialty. Yeah. But, but, I mean, as I, I don't, I'm so fascinated by it, but it just shows how just, incredibly interconnected we are yes I mean, we're just so interconnected your cat is beautiful by the way yeah i wish my cat was that friendly it's cool <laughs> yeah, she is the most friendly cat on the planet she, all she wants is affection that's it dude i wish my cat was like i think my cat might have been a little bit abused before i got her so she she's like a little timid and i have to force the love sometimes <laughs> yeah, absolutely brother the um the animals are, are becoming more conscious, just like us. They're, even the animals are so interconnected. Yeah. I, uh, just, I just, just dropped in my head right now. I remember when I was in India with my guru in, uh, in January, and I said, I said, Guruji, do you think I'll be able to ride an elephant while I'm out here? And I said that jokingly. 
And he said, right now, no, no, no. The elephants <laughs> are too mad. In the new earth, you'll be able to ride any elephant you want. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay. So even they're aware of it. Yeah. I mean, the plants are becoming more conscious. The water, water has memory. Everything is becoming more conscious, especially leading up yeah. to uh, this event on December 21st. So, I, I, yeah, I guess this is a perfect segue into that. Yeah, perfect. So, so on December 21st, um, a lot of the ancient texts, the Egyptians, the Mayans, the Hopi elders, uh, the Emerald Tablets, the Book of Revelation, all of them predicted thousands of years ago that this time was going to happen, except they actually predicted 2012. So they were off by eight years numerically for whatever reason, but mm -hmm. they were predicting it thousands of years ago. Right. And so everything was off eight years and it manifested 2020. So they also said that on December 21st, the world would never be the same. It would be the end of the, of, it would be the end of the world. Now, when they said end of the world, some people would say, oh my God, end of the world? No, <laughs> not at all. Right. What they meant by that was, was the end of an old way of living. Yeah. Okay. So they predicted that December 21st would happen and an immense amount of galactic energy would beam the planet and uh, start to activate um, millions and millions of starseeds dormant DNA on the planet. So as doctors claim and as doctors learn in a medical system, they say that we have junk DNA uh, that's just there by accident and it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. And if you understand how the universe works, you know, if, as soon as you hear something like that, you go, hold up, bullshit flag. The universe is way too intelligent to give us random DNA that just has no purpose. Right. So these, this DNA that lies dormant in our body has light codes. It has information about every incarnation that we've ever had on this planet and in other star systems and in other galaxies. Mm -hmm. So if this event on December 21st takes place, and I really believe that it will because every spiritual teacher that I see out there, my guru, my guru's mother, all is receiving the same information from the galactics. And that is that this this uh, incredible event, this great solar flash will take place, which is simply going to activate our DNA. Um, we are going to have psychic abilities, telepathy, telekinesis, remote viewing, um, astral travel start to come online. Now, there's already hundreds of thousands, millions of humans who already have these abilities. Yeah, yeah, through Maybe like years of meditation thousands, practice. It's going to be literally start to become commonplace. Okay. as we continuously move forward. And there's going to be a few waves of awakening um, as has happened from my knowledge. There's going to be two or three more waves of awakening for all the souls who are going to ascend on planet Earth. But um, when this... mean specifically by ascension in that context? So, you know, in, in essence, essentially, uh, ascension is really just remembering who we are. It is, uh, it is really becoming unconditional love in essence. Yes. I think is the easiest way to put it. It's, it, it is breaking free from the illusion that we're separate. Yeah. We are so, so far from separate. We are all unified through the cosmos, through source, through God, whatever word resonates with you, we're all connected 
through an infinite intelligence. And all of us have access to that intelligence at any given time. Do we have the awareness and the consciousness to know that? Right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I, one, one cool thing that I heard um, today, I, I believe it was, it was talking about that exact thing of how we are that and all of these different people who are like religion or gurus who believe that you must continuously come back to them to be able to have that connection to the higher power are just these like power suckers. They're like not, they're, they're like fake, they're fake intermediaries that you don't actually need that once you realize it, that you are that oneness, then you can actually be the divine and you don't need anything to connect you to that. And it's a, a cool realization. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, that's why <laughs> when I was in India and my guru, would, when he would arrive like early in the morning and he would see me, you know, sitting under the cherry tree with my book or whatever, or, you know, he would say, why are you reading? Meditate. The universe is inside you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yes. and I already know that, but I was like, all right, well, I mean, I, I'm really enjoying this book, <laughs> you know. But, you know, part of that was I was spending so much time going within that I just sometimes just wanted to read, you know, and mm. I wanted to, I wanted to, to, I guess, escape the amount of hours that I was spending in silence with just meditating and doing mantra and doing breath work and yoga. And it was, uh, it was a profound, intense experience. And, um, you know, one thing that Ramdas said that resonated so deeply with me was uh, he said, you don't go looking for a guru. If source wants you to work with a guru, it will, it will be in your path. That will happen. Right. right. And uh, when he said that, I was just like, wow. So how did your guru come to you? So I, I started getting some messages and meditation that I needed to be in India. Yeah. So, um, so I put it out there and they said, yes, you're going to India. So uh, I said, okay. Um, so there was a, a, quite a few months, maybe four, three, four or five months where I was like, I, I knew I was going to India. I just didn't know when. And then I, so over months, I kept looking for different breathwork schools and yoga schools to continue my, my, uh, my learning as a breathwork teacher. And every school I looked at, just none of them really resonated. None of them seemed to, um, just none of them felt right. And so I just kept searching and looking and nothing clicked. And then one day I decided to schedule a business phone call with a business coach. Lady called me, we started talking. Uh, there was an instant connection between us and we started talking about India. And I mentioned that I was going to India and then she was just like, whoa, Andrew, you gotta be kidding me. I was in India 20 years ago and I studied with a guru for a month and I really feel like you should be with him. You should study with him. And literally I, I was just like, wow, this is where I'm going. Like, I just knew this is, this is the guy, this is right. who I'm supposed to be learning from. And, <laughs> and then I think days later she sent me Guruji's number and we started messaging back and forth. And he asked me, when do you want to come? And I said, I don't know, probably uh, maybe December. And, and he said, how long? I said, couple months and uh boom i was off to india going to some town in the in the middle of nowhere in the mountains four and a half thousand feet in the middle of nowhere to go learn from a guy who lived in a cave naked for 11 years 
Wow. So, wait, wait, he he spent 11 years naked in a cave? Yeah. Wow, okay. So, yeah, I'd he, actually I'd love to hear about that experience in India if you don't mind. What yeah, def definitely. Um so when I <laughs> it's so hard to begin to talk about it because it, <laughs> it's like it was 3 months of just profundity every day mm -hmm. within myself of what I was seeing, the the synchronicities that I was observing. Um, you know, when I would put something out to my guides of, of like sending me messages, I remember one day on Shakti day, I think this was in February, me and Guruji went, um, we drove 45 minutes up into the mountains to a, uh, really, really beautiful ashram where, uh, this yogi that he knew for <laughs> whenever I would ask Guruji, I would say, Hey Guruji, how long have you known that, that yogi? He goes, Oh, thousands hundreds of thousands of years <laughs> he would, he, he, it was always whatever came out of his mouth was always just like it was always profound yes. you know and um so where was i yes so i i we're getting back to the ashram later that evening um the ashram uh, so i was getting ashram or ashram ashram so ashram ashram is like a uh, it's like a temple. It's okay. like a temple, essentially, and it's where the it's where the Indians do puja and do prayer, and they and they and they meditate and and worship Shiva, Shakti, and Ganesha, and all the all the gods of Sanatana Sanatana Dharma, which is actually Hinduism, but got changed from Sanatana Dharma to Hinduism because that is what the Cabal changed it to to make all the isms: Buddhism, Communism. Etc. Etc. Yes. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I got back later that afternoon, and there was an entire swarm of bees in a perfect half sphere on the cherry tree where I sat every day. And I was like, and Guruji called me out of my room. And he goes, he goes, Andrew, my son, come look. And I went out of my room, and he goes. <laughs> He goes, look, the Shakti energy is here to visit you. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? He goes, the bees, this is the feminine energy. And I was like, what? That's crazy. And it was Shakti day. So he was like, he was like, I was like, are you sure this is, he goes, yes, absolutely. This is a message for you. They came here for you. And I was just like, wow. You know, two weeks later, I'm sitting in the kitchen in, in a Cobra a king cobra is sitting in the tree right in the back of the kitchen. Yeah. And Guruji had been praying for this cobra to come out for 20 years. And he came out the second week I was there. And wow. uh, Guruji, we sat there for about three hours staring at it. Um, the yogis and many Indians believe that the cobras are, are ascended masters reincarnated. Okay. Because the snake feels the vibrations and the vibrations of an earthquake weeks or months before it ever even happens that's how connected they are to everything things that we can't even begin to understand right. so i can go on and on and on about the synchronicities that were happening but it was just a it was just a profound journey within within myself spending some days four hours some days six hours some days seven some days eight hours um meditating and doing breath work writing in my journal uh, studying, doing lecture with Guruji, and then just walking around nature in the mountains in this tiny tribal village, 
just just being not having to be anywhere not answering any phone calls not watching movies literally just being and just being okay with it and not having to be there or here or achieving anything and I'll be honest, it, it was really challenging some days. There are some days where I literally was like, am I supposed to be here? Uh, am I doing the right thing? Like, was I really listening to the signs? <laughs> what and, was, uh, uh, so what, what do you think, what do you think you, you pulled from that experience that you can put into your teaching and healing and breathwork practices that you're not giving to other people? You know, if anything, Joshua, it really was, um, it was just simply the most enlightening experience of my life for in terms for my soul. Yeah. Um, Guruji had told me and uh, I already felt it when I was arriving there that I had, I had spent time in India in past life. And he told me that we had met in those mountains in a past life. And that is why Shiva Shakti guided me back. Okay. To Tamil Nadu to South India. So that yeah. was, um, that was profound. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, when he told me that it, it was, there was just so many, there were so many synchronicities uh, every day that were just happening like that. And um, it just felt like I was back home when I was there, you know, and what, what it really gave to me was, was a, was a raising in vibration, soul growth and enlightenment and so much wisdom that I'm able to now impart on uh, other people and the hundreds of thousands of people that I'll heal throughout my lifetime. That's beautiful. That's really or the hundreds of thousands of people that will, that I will guide and facilitate healing. They'll do their own healing because yes. the power is definitely with them. Yeah, that's really cool, man. That. Um, so so how how let's go back a little bit further. How how did you get into breathwork? How did you become a teacher? Yeah, that's a great question. So I spent many many years traveling the world. When I when I graduated university, I I um I just fell absolutely in love with with being in other parts of the planet. Never, never did I feel so alive as I did when I was just living out of a backpack, like a tiny little duffel bag, nothing else. I had no plans. I had, I had however many months or I could have stayed years if I wanted to, but I had no agenda on when I had to be back to the U S and I mean, that's, that's truly when my, when I, my soul really felt alive, yeah. truly, truly alive in my adult years and uh, I just kept traveling and um, throughout those throughout those years in my mid-20s I really really struggled and went through some really really pretty dark times when I when I arrived back from traveling and just having this deep yearning to just understand myself and know who I who I was and I knew uh, I always knew from a very young age that I had a, a like beyond earthly enormous heart and um and i loved connecting with people so fast forward i, I ended up opening a a hostel uh in nicaragua in central america and um that's a jump the, yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I spent years traveling traveling the world i spent uh four years out of the country i went to travel to 40 countries and i decided to open a hostel in central america and uh, I had I had two very very just toxic business partners. Um, one ego the size of of uh, this planet. Second, uh, just a, uh, an, a really really bad alcoholic. 
Okay. And um, we, you know, we tried to work together and our energy and our vibrations just did not match. Um, it was just a con constant contest and it didn't work. And so I, we had to close my business. We had to close my hostel because of a lot of turmoil within the country. And uh, I left Nicaragua on a whim. And I, I, I did a, I had a plant medicine ceremony in Guatemala and it told me that I needed to be in New York City. So I left this tiny village <laughs> in Central America, traveled up through Nicaragua to El Salvador, to Guatemala, to Mexico, ended up in New York. I got, I got a job straight away. I got mm -hmm. super sick. I started losing function in my hands and my arms. Um, it was really, really gnarly, yeah. really heavy. And uh, Is that I went, because of the stress of a job? Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was, it was basically from just years of eating GMO shit okay. foods yeah, yeah. from America, years of, years of drinking, years of uh, not drinking good water, drinking tap water. So up everywhere. until this point, like while through your travels, through your growing up and childhood and while you were in Nicaragua, you just had a, a standard American diet, you could say? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, always years of partying, never ate healthy, was always very, very fit. And yeah. um, I was an athlete in like every sport, but uh, I never really took care of myself internally. Like, yeah, sure. I had like a good physique and a great looking and a, and yes, a, and a good looking body, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just physical. It means nothing. And internally, I wasn't healthy at all. And, um, and that manifested once I, I, once I arrived in New York and my body just simply couldn't take it anymore. And it manifested as this shooting, darting pains in my hands and arms. And um, yeah, I had to tell the job that I got in New York City that like, hey guys, I don't know what's happening, but like every time I grab something, I had this intense pain and I'm like really freaking out. Like I, I've already lost my business. I have hardly any money. I'm living with a family member and it literally feels like my entire world is collapsing on me. It, it was my, it was my dark night of the soul. Right. But uh, breakdowns create breakthroughs. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly right, brother. So I ended up, I don't know how I knew, but somehow intuitively I, I, I went and saw, so I saw five, five or six doctors in New York city. They all wanted to prescribe me pain pills and um, you know, <laughs> they, yeah. yeah, that's, that's how the medical system goes. They don't have a clue how real health works or how the, the how the body works and how it heals. So I don't know how I knew, but I, I just started breathing every day. Um, I just started sitting on the edge of my bed and I just started doing breath work every day. And what I started noticing was after about three or four weeks was I started, I started feeling more calm. I started feeling more centered and um, I just stuck with it. And yeah. there wasn't any serious immediate results, but I just kept breathing. What kind so, of breath work were you doing? I, I was literally just, I was literally just sitting on the edge of my bed, just going. Okay. That's cool. It sounds like how Wim Hof discovered his method. So what's so, what's so funny yeah. is I started breathing like that. And then uh, I, I was like, Oh, let me just like YouTube, like what, what breath work is, is like. Yeah. And then I, and then I found Wim Hof and I was like, Oh, this is, this is like, I'm breathing just like, Wim Hof is breathing. Right. And so, um, you know, I started just kind of understanding a little bit more about what breathwork is and how it works and how, uh, how these profound healings can take place. And, 
and you know, I started reading more about all these people that were healing from all kinds of ailments just from breath work, breath work. And so I just kind of got really interested in, in learning more about it. So I kept doing it every single day and fast forward four months, Joshua, I, I literally, uh, I, I left New York. I had a deep, uh, I had a message that I needed to go back to California. So I left New York after being there for like four months after I left Central America. And when I got back to California, I continued my breath work and all the inflammation in my hands and my whole body left. Um, I, not only did I heal myself physically from breath work, but all the things, all the trauma, all the emotions, all these negative self-talk that I used to say to myself that uh, I'll never, I'll never be successful. I'll, I'm not enough. I can't speak like this person. I'll never own my own place. All those things started to shed. And they yeah. started to go away. And I started to not only heal myself physically, but on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level. And to be totally honest, I, I felt unstoppable. Like, it, it, and it, it literally it changed my entire life. And that's yeah. why I'm doing what I'm doing. Wow. That's beautiful. Hmm. So, wow. As how you said it was three or four months of just breathing and it, and everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just started breathing every day for about fifth, for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes I would breathe in the morning and at night, but usually I would just breathe in the morning when I woke up and then, um, you know, I was dealing with so much overwhelming anxiety. I would go on like five to 10 mile walks throughout the city, just contemplating life. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. I think walking and thinking are very, very, very important things in that quiet thinking time. Yeah. I, I didn't have any, uh, physical ailments, but I think it's curious that um, that that mental clarity and, and, and healing happened from that 10 to 15 minute practice in the morning. Um, I think I found something very similar in my own mental healing and soul healing, um, but I, I found it through just mindfulness meditation. Um, I use um, Sam Harris's waking up app and he is literally a 10 minute guided meditation and you do it yeah. every morning and you're just like watching your thoughts. And then he questions the reality of, of consciousness and reality itself. And he's like, he proposes the idea of, um, I guess I'm kind of extrapolating from this, but it kind of proposes the idea of that, like, it wasn't matter first, it was consciousness first and matter came from consciousness and matter can't happen without consciousness, which is, uh, I, I don't know, it's just, it's so cool that just such a, a little thing can heal so much. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, our, our, our breath is everything, right? Yeah. For, for, we're, we're taking up to 20,000 to 25, 26,000 breaths a day. Yeah. I mean, if we're not breathing properly and correctly and conscious, when we, when we simply literally just... In 10 breaths, I automatically switch from sympathetic fight or flight to the parasympathetic yeah. in a relaxed state. And, right. and that's literally, that that's your health right there. Does it does it stimulate the vagus nerve at all? Oh yeah, it stimulates okay. the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland. You're, you're triggering during, when you, when you do uh, breath work, you're triggering antiviral, anti-cancer, anti-fungal, anti-parasite, anti-bacteria. You're, you're basically, you are igniting all the depths of how you are wired to heal. And if you never do breath work or meditation, you never ignite that. Cause right. it, it's, it has to, you have to be conscious to, to ignite those, those, those healing, 
it, that healing intelligence that we all have dormant inside of us. Yes. Okay. That's beautiful. So, so four months of breathing healed yourself back in California. How'd you become a breathwork teacher? So I started spending just, man, five to eight hours a day, literally just with my head in books and just studying. And I was meditating every day. Like I was just on a deep, deep spiritual journey when I, when I got back from New York. And I, uh, I just knew, um, I, I was just so infatuated by learning about the esoteric world. I was studying everything, but primarily about, about breath. And I just knew like, okay, if, if I can heal something that traumatic, imagine like what everyone else can heal. Like I, I, I in a way, Joshua, I kind of felt cheated when I found breathwork. <laughs> I was like, how don't people know about this? Right. Like, this, this isn't right. You can make money off it. If every person was learning breathwork from five, quite literally, no one would be sick. Yes, if, I can believe if that. People like, were eating if, a plant-based diet learning meditation, breathing, yeah. eating superfoods, understanding how the energetic body works, understanding that we have seven energy centers, otherwise known as the chakras, understanding that we are part of the cosmos, microcosm, macrocosm, and that everything is connected. That, that, that's health right there. Understanding yeah. all those things is health, is vibrance, is vitality, is right. immunity. Yes. So, it's beautiful. I, and it, um, it, it, for me, like I, I was born, um, totally indoctrinated of if, if something's wrong, take a pill. Uh, <laughs> like that's just what my dad did for me my whole life. I was probably, I've probably done like 50 different rounds of antibiotics in my childhood, just like horrible things. Um, and so I was always very dismissive of like woo woo chakras, all of the Eastern things. And, and for me, it, I, I actually, it took me finding, I believe, like Wim Hof and Joe Dispenza um, and then marrying the Eastern things, the chakras and all of this different stuff with actual scientific studies. And if, like that is what woke me up to this. Like I, I six months ago, I would have told you to screw off about chakras. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and then I found Joe Dispenza and he's talking about it and, and, and explaining it with scientific studies. Like in, in one of the craziest ones that he was saying, I know it's not shock related, but it's it's the, the power that we have within the universe in this infinite quantum universe of like he said that there was this one study where they gave um, they, they wanted to see the effects of prayer on people's healing, um, which prayer can doesn't necessarily have to be like the Christian definition of prayer it just has to be speaking to the divine. Right. So they they gave uh, one group. Uh, they had one control group where no, they didn't pray and one group that did pray and they gave them the um, the like medical records of the intake medical records of these people. And so one group prayed on them and then one group wasn't prayed on. Um, and then they after the like a couple of weeks of praying, they went back and looked at the different records and the people who were preyed upon increased like healing had less death more more healing and, and all were discharged and the other people had less healing and more death um and then the craziest part about it was was it was in the past so like not only do we have the ability to affect people's health and and wellness and and in vitality with our words and prayer and vibrations into the infinite quantum universe it, it can go so far as to affect 
the past, future, and present, which just like absolutely blew my mind and like opened me up to just all possibilities. I think it was that one one thing. I was like, wow, if that's possible, everything else that anybody says is like totally possible. And I believe all of this, this is crazy and one of the, some of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Uh, and and that's it's been a, a beautiful journey for me on that and like like opening up my chakras and, and doing the infinite possibility meditations and breath work and it's just such a cool journey and I think uh, I think conversations like this and and other things and, and people like you are, are just so important right now to especially lead people to this great awakening that is upon us. That's that's correct, brother. Uh, I mean, right now it, it's so important for all of us to unblock. This, our throat chakra, yeah. fully speak our truth and what yeah. we feel is right and, and, and speak up for, you know, people who can't speak. I've been bringing more, more awareness to, you know, child trafficking, you know, and, a, and a, one of the most dense topics on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't like to face it, but it's like, I'll say like, for example, like a relative, like, do you think I want to like talk about it? Of course I don't. But these kids get liberated when we speak about it. Right. People, everyone sharing their truth about what real health is, about about their what they feel passionate about yes. is shifting the collective consciousness yes. in whatever way that is. And you know, why, why don't people who are why don't people who work a corporate job know what the chakras are? Why would they go? What are you talking about? Seven energy center chakras. <laughs> Well, that's simple because they've been conditioned and brainwashed to believe that they didn't learn that. So why would that exist if they haven't learned it? Right. You're challenging their ego. You're challenging their identity and, and their beliefs because they believe that their beliefs are who they are. And this is a total disillusion of the self. Right. So, so I mean, when we, when we can start to just become open to unlearning, because that's what humanity needs to do right now is simply just unlearn everything because i think you mentioned it at the very start of of the talk every book is going to be rewritten yeah. every book that we've ever created is going to be rewritten and uh you know people like zach bush um and i would imagine at some point in our lives we'll do some kind of work together where all the all the beings who are really powerful are all going to be co-creating and co-collaborating to yes. create this new earth and just um, F shit up on a quantum level, if I can yeah, say. Yeah, I can definitely feel that coming. Um, but I actually, I heard you talking about this the other day, speaking or truth and the truth in what you believe in has gotten you shadow banned, has it not? Yeah, definitely. Me bringing more awareness to trafficking has got shadow banned. Um, I've had a couple random videos when I've, you know, spoken up about random things um, and stories get taken down. I One time I was talking about um, you know, big pharma on Facebook, they deleted all the comments in my post. They, uh, they, they have people who work around the clock to do this specific job because yeah. they want to do whatever they can from the truth getting out. So they created this bullshit thing called fact checkers. Uh, <laughs> fact checkers is totally what you should listen to, not um, to trick people who are not of that, you know, who are not awakening yet to just say like, Oh, Fact checker says it's false, so it can't be true, right? Yeah. So, you know, they, they can easily trick so many people. Like, obviously, anyone who's got any sense of a bullshit detector can be like, all right, that's this is a joke. But, um, you know, someone who doesn't really have a clue and doesn't really know what's happening in the collective, and especially for 
you know, people who think that, you know, you, we can save the world by wearing a mask. <laughs> These people are really, really disconnected to the truth and, and what's really happening in the background. Right. Yeah, it's really sad. It's it's a it's a crazy little twist of events, and but I think it, it I think this is exactly what we need for people to wake up, though, which is the craziest thing. Like people's got to get shocked, you know. And I think, and I I've been thinking lately also, or, or somebody said the other day that like you're familiar with uh, plant journey medicines. There's a purge, um, and they were saying that right now humanity is in the purge of the journey of, of of that medicine journey and on the other side of that is the beautiful horizons and i think that is a sign of hope absolutely perfectly put brother we are we are experiencing a dark night of the soul a collective dark night of the soul so if, if things just went back to normal for example like right now tomorrow everyone just went back to work everything's sweet it we it can't be like that we have to go through this dark period and upheaval because it's just what we have to go through in order to emerge into light. People have to be checked so hard that they have no choice but to pay attention to all the darkness that's been kept secret uh, through the governments by Big Pharma, Monsanto, oil, you name it. All of the systems that have been put into in place to enslave society, they have to come out. They have to be known by the masses and not just the beings awakening right now, but all the beings who are of a, you know, a lower vibration, if you will. And, you know, souls who won't awaken in this lifetime and will do their awakening on other planets. And I want to add that, that it's not good or bad. We're not better or worse. Um, it all just is. It all yes. is. Yes. That's it. I love that. Yeah, that's perfect. That's, I think important is that, I mean, like I've been, my mantra of life lately is everything happens exactly as it should. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that like, literally, I think that's been one of the most peaceful realizations that I've ever had in my entire life. Like, you know, no matter what's going on, no matter how bad it is, you see something happening bad over here, good over here, or something that you don't believe or any of these different things or something screws up or it didn't go your way. And it's just like, well, that happened exactly as it should because, you know, reality is reality and to argue with reality is insanity, right? Yeah, I mean, 100%. If, for example, if someone, if you tell someone some something and they go, what are you talking about? That's not true. That's the mark of an ignorant person mm -hmm. because they have no idea actually what you're talking about. They're, yeah. they're just right out just saying that's not true. Why? Because that's the ego. The right. ego doesn't like to be wrong. Your ego pokes you in the side and goes, hey, you better interject. You better say something yeah. <laughs> rather than going, oh, really? Man, I had no idea. Can you, can you tell me more? That's what a, that's what a truly intelligent person does. Yes. They always give thought and acknowledge something that you prevent, presented them with, even if they don't know it or understand it. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a, a super, super important thing is, is to approach everything with an open mind and that it could potentially be true. Um, cause you know, who knows, who knows anything, right? We don't like, who knows anything for sure. Anyways. <laughs> um, well, one thing that I, I forgot to touch on about the, the great awakening. Um, I wanted to 
ask you, um, what do you believe that uh, people can do personally in their own lives to get ready for it, to prepare their body, their mind, their soul for it? Um, I guess for myself, I just started my own, um, uh, I called it the Joshua Bird uh, Three Week Soul Challenge. And it's, um, I, like, I'm a, I'm a huge meat eater. So um, I quit eating meat, quit eating dairy, um, uh, quit porn, quit masturbation, quit weed, quit alcohol, all other drugs, um, added in some uh, every other day ice bath, um, an hour of meditation every day, 30 minutes of breath work every day, um, and a couple other things that I can't remember off the top of my head. But I was like, ah, I'm gonna go all in. Let's just do it. Deep dive, three weeks. Let's go see how see how wide I can bore my soul to get ready for this thing. Um, and on also, it's a good challenge for self discipline at the same time. So um, I wanted to know what what you thought, your opinions, and, and your guidance on that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question and such vital information for people to be able to know in this time moving forward in the coming weeks and the months ahead. So I want to say that we, we are truly our own doctor. We are our own best doctor. Just getting in silence and really asking our body. We can talk to our body anytime. Say, hey, higher self, what, what do I need right now? Like, what, what type of things do I need? Should I... Stop this and you will get, if you pay attention, you will get the signs. Yeah. The reason why we have, the reason why we are seeing tens of millions of people stop eating all animal products is because why? The residency of death, of eating animals that have died, death, is not going to be in vibration with the new earth. This is a really profound um, this is a really profound understanding that someone could grasp as a meat eater because they'll feel triggered right away, right? Oh, I, it triggers me like immediately, even still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that is, this is what my, this is what my guru's mother shared with me. I said, I said, Dr. Amla, do you think that my guru, my guru's hundred year old mother, one of the most influential per women on the in India, like that's how amazing she is. Like she, there could have been 10 book, books about her life and I got to spend three, three sittings with her. It was incredible. But she told me, she said, the reason why no one will be eating meat in the new earth was, is because that is part of the Kali Yuga. That's an old way of life that will be in the past for a long, long time. We won't need to eat meat. We won't need to eat uh, dairy and fish. We, we have all, all the things that we need grow from earth, from Swiss chard to, to beetroot to all, you name it, all the herbs and all the, all the fruit and veggies and it, it all comes from earth. And that's all we're going to need. Now everyone's going to be on their own timeline to realize this. And we don't need to judge ourselves if we are eating meat, that's totally fine. And someone asked me, can I still ascend if I'm eating meat? Of course you can. But <laughs> yeah. as you start to raise in vibration, I promise you, your, your body won't want it at some point, whether that is in two months, six months, three years, whenever that is. But it will happen because it, it's not going to be of the frequency of where we're going. Because if you want to understand the universe and how this planet works, it's four things. Energy, vibration, resonancy, and frequency. That's how everything works in the universe on this yeah. planet and the cosmos. It's everything. That's beautiful. Okay. So, um, so to answer, to, answer, to go back yes. to, your, to your question, Joshua, spending time, spending time in silence and just anchoring in 
I just recommend to anyone who's going to, to, to listen to this to gain some form of spiritual practice, whatever that means to you, whether that's Qigong, Tai Chi, yoga, breath work, uh, learning Reiki, uh, learning some type of energy work, just starting to get in touch with all that is in the cosmos, cosmos and inside yourself. The whole universe is right here. We need to stop going outside ourselves for validation and for happiness and wholeness. That's not where we're going to find it anymore. That's you're not going to be able to find it outside yourself. It's going to be loud and it's going to be a lot, especially for people who are going to be having their dark night of the soul in 2021, 22, 23. Yeah. You're going to just need to anchor in your being, eat foods that come from the earth, drink lots of water. That's alkaline, uh, Kangen water. Uh, water from Nikan. Nikan.com is a really great one. N-I-K-K-E-N.com. Um, doing Epsom salt baths. Just anything that can really just drop us into our being and just anchor in. And we have to do the inner work. We have to heal ourselves of trauma that's in the subconscious and particularly the unconscious. That is where most of our trauma lies. As we start to release this trauma through breath work, through plant medicine, whichever modality we're called to, that's when we start to become aware that the whole universe is inside us and we start to allow our spirit to awaken and we start to find our soul again. That's so beautiful. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, wow, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that wisdom. I, I appreciate that. And that I love I love the way um, that you leave an open, like so many different open doors for people to walk through. You're not like, do this, 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 and this, or you have to do it this way, or this is the best way. It's it's whatever you're called to. Just do something. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously, brother, like, to me, breath work, the moment you take your first breath is when the soul enters the body. Yeah. When you leave this physical body at whatever age, that's when the soul leaves the body. Our breath is everything. Yeah. So for someone not to be conscious of their breath, it's it's pretty much the gateway to all realms of consciousness. But some people might heal through Reiki. Some people might heal through, through, uh, through, through Qigong. So not everyone is going to be called to heal, particularly through breath work. Yeah. But that like is I was my, called to meditation personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That's and cool. So, yeah, breath work is my gift to the world. Some people, a lot of people um, try one session with me and they're like, wow, this is unbelievable. I want to continue to do it. But some people will... We'll do one session or two sessions, three sessions, and then they'll say, okay, I got some out of it and I'm just continuing to try out more stuff. And that's yeah. awesome too. But whatever it is, ultimately, we just need to find love from within ourselves. When we find love from within ourselves, we radiate that onto Mother Gaia, onto planet Earth, and out into the cosmos and have the most profound check, the most profound influence on those around us. Yes. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I, I love that. Um, as, as we do that, as we grow ourselves, it, it just kind of, it's like a, it's like a planet with a gravitational pull, just pulls people in and, and it radiates that energy and it's just infectious to more people and more people, which is part of the great awakening, part of the waking up and that movement towards oneness and love. That's amazing. Absolutely brother. If, if, if every person understand that understood that on April 4th, when we held this mass meditation, and millions of meditators from all over the world literally raise the frequency of, 
of the Schumann resonance. This, this past past April, the coming uh, up April? on April on April fourth, this past April fourth. Okay, we had a mass meditation. Uh, maybe you weren't aware of it then, but millions was... of people all over the world came together in meditation, and their oh, Schumann man. resonance went from seven to seventy-seven. That is literally how powerful we are with our heart when we all come together and yeah. and and you come in prayer for for the earth. And yeah. prayer has nothing to do with religion. Yeah. It's been associated with religion. Prayer has everything to do with just using your heart, understanding how powerful you are. That's yeah. that's all it is. We are breaking we are breaking these ties with religion because it won't be in resonancy with the golden age and the new earth and where we're headed. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, man. Um, it, before we start closing this out, is there anything that you think we missed? Anything you think people need to know or hear about, about what's coming in the Ascension? You know, the most important thing that anyone could really be able to grasp in this time is simply just one thing. Surrender. Just surrender to what's to come. Because you won't be able to control what's happening out there. Yeah. But you will be able to control what's happening in your own mind, controlling our thoughts and raising our consciousness and starting to get rid of these old these old habits, these old thoughts that come in that simply just don't serve us. Yeah. They don't belong to us anymore and it's time to let them go. And as you do this work for yourself, you raise the vibration of everyone around you and humanity. There's yeah. no there's nothing more important right now than than healing yourself. That yeah. that that truly is our work here in 2020 and and the years ahead and um yeah i don't know when this is going to go out but i'm holding a really special uh breathwork session on on 12 12 where i'm donating 100 percent of the proceeds to uh child trafficking to operation underground railroad last last session i held uh two months ago i, I donated 1111 dollars so i'm really hoping that this one's going to be even more than that and um i think it will yeah. it's going to go out next wednesday so i think that'll be before then yeah that'll awesome so yeah hoping that a lot of people come to that and yeah i'm just going to continue my mission and uh continue to ask them however i can be a best of service to serve humanity <laughs> beautiful man I, I and i love i love that you said um one last note that you said the the surrender because i was actually having a conversation with my brother the other day um we were we were talking it's cool, cool that we went from prayer to surrender because we were talking about how prayer is the ultimate form of surrender to a higher power is because like when you when you pray you're you're recognizing that it is not up to you and it is there is you're you're not in control of anything but yourself and that that's just a beautiful sentiment we live, we, this is a cosmic game. Yeah. We are part of a cosmic simulation. There's going to be things in your life that are happened to you that you, you've signed the soul contract before you incarnate in a physical body. Yeah. The question is, how are you going to view it as something happening to you? That's Or are you going to look at it as something that is a life lesson, a soul lesson? Yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah, life is happening for us, not to us. That's, That's beautiful. Right. Cool, man. So, so other than that, that breathwork session, I know you got a website and other things in, in your Instagram. You want to direct people there? Yeah, that's right. You can find me uh, um, at Andrew Jen, Andrew underscore G-E-N or Andrew Genovese uh, healing.com. Yeah. And if you've never tried breathwork, just give it a go. I promise it'll be nothing short of profound and just a beautiful release. And, um, you know, in the time, in the months ahead, humanity is going to need to find their breath and yes. just coming back to presence. Yes. Wow. 
Cool, man. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom and, and all of this. This has been a, a wonderful conversation and I was super excited to have it and it was everything that I wanted it to be. And it's, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, pleasure to be here, brother. Excellent, man. Namaste. <laughs> fucking shit that guy is a, a beautiful human a wonderful soul and and if you were looking at the the video version of that he is just like radiating beauty <laughs> it's it's kind of fucking amazing um I, I think that guy uh is special i think that conversation was special i think that that held some some vital information that that we can all use to take actionable um steps in our own lives i think he is an inspiration he he is I don't even know. I can't. I can't even think of enough great things to say about that guy. I could keep going on and on and on. Uh, but if you like that, I, I I highly suggest that you you head over to his Instagram. Uh, it's Andrew underscore G E N, um, and, and and make sure you click on that link in his bio. Head over to his website. He has a breathwork practice. Um, check him out. I think I think he's definitely worth a go. Um, and he has a, a upcoming uh, live breathwork thing on twelve twelve uh, for child sex trafficking. Uh, what a beautiful cause uh, for a beautiful human. Uh, if you guys like that, make sure that you head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, uh, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button um, and, and also head over to Instagram. Give me a follow at I am Joshua Bird. Hit me up in the DM. Start a conversation with me. I really want to get to know you guys, connect with you, uh, all the above. And remember, uh, go out into the world and be the change that you would like to see by giving 110% undivided attention and everything that you do all day every day through self-discipline let's fucking go